It is time to blast off inside the kennel. And now, here is the Tomahawk Missile himself, Vindog Radio. To another edition of the Kennel with myself, Vindog Radio, produced by Money Bin. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we love that you're here, right here on Podbean.com. Over five million downloads of the Podbean app to date, and thank you so much for making the Kennel your podcast to get your news and entertainment. It is fun to do this for you, and I guarantee you, you're going to love today's episode. And this title is, Where is Joseph? (laughs) I don't know what the dang title is. I'm just going to talk about Joe Biden nowhere to be found when it comes to talking about Afghanistan. We're going to hit that, and we're going to talk about liberals be like. And we're going to have a piece from a radio icon by the name of Paul Harvey. If you've never heard of him, you're going to hear about him today because Vin Dog wants to express the way Paul Harvey felt at that time. And he was ahead of schedule. That's all I'm going to tell you. But first, I would love if you would follow the podcast on podbean.com, inside the kennel.podbean.com. Download the Podbean app. We're also on iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, Pandora, and Spotify, ladies and gentlemen. And wherever you should download podcasts, we are everywhere you want to be and need to be. And it is awesome. So we got to start off with some news. How about a Canadian Baptist church being sued by a former male? That's right. The guy came in as a male, that, you know, the way his mother created him in a wound that God created him to be, a man. He came out as transgender to the church, and they said, you're fired. And he says, I'm going to sue you. Well... If you know the bylaws of the church, a man is a man, a woman is a woman, and a dog is a dog. That is God's science. And and you know, you always hear people saying, trust the science. Well, God is the science. God created science. So, So what are you talking about? All right. That's your business. I don't care what you do in your life, but if a church says that you cannot come out of a swinging door Susie situation saying that you're a woman, they have the right to do that. I'm just going to get rid of this. Who cares? The church has its rights. They can say whatever they want in their bylaws. Come on, man. It's crazy. You knew better going into this that you weren't going to be accepted. And God, it's in Canada, for goodness sakes. Why am I not surprised that it's in Canada? Well, they're probably doing that here too. You know, oh, we'll we'll get hired, and then we'll come out of the closet, and then we're going to sue if the board at the church votes me out. Well, Hello. Oh, man. And it just gets even better. All right. 
Before I get to the other side of the kennel and we talk about Afghanistan today and Josephina Robinette Biden's comments on July 8th, I'm going to play a little piece called Liberals Be Like. I love this. I love this. Liberals be like, if you ban abortion clinics, abortions will still just happen illegally. But if you ban guns, no one will ever get shot again. Liberals be like, men can get pregnant and have periods too. And don't you dare say otherwise. And another thing, until a man can get pregnant and carry a baby, I don't want to hear his opinion on abortion. Liberals be like, I hate racists. And then go and vote for the guy who said that he's going to ban menthols and blunt wraps to save the black community. Liberals be like, busting a window in the Capitol building because you're pissed off about election fraud just is not okay. But burning down your local police department because a random criminal died 2,000 miles away is perfectly fine. Exactly. That is the way liberals roll. That's how they roll. And I don't even think they're liberals anymore. I just think that they're uber left, off the rail juggernauts. It's crazy to me that this stuff happens in America. You think that's bad? You really think that's bad, folks? Coming up on the other side, I'm going to share with you things that are happening overseas in Afghanistan and the Biden administration nowhere to be found. You're listening to The Kennel right here on Podbean.com, a Money Bin production. Myself, the host, Vin Dog Radio in the house, and we are so excited to be here. And please follow me on your socials at Vin Dog Radio USA, on Twitter, Instagram, and Parler, and also at Getter, G-E-T-T-R, at Vin Dog USA. That's V-I-N-N-D-O-G-G. Always, okay? We're coming back on the other side of the kennel. Let's lift them up, Jesus. Back in a minute, sucker. Back in a minute. More with the street shooter himself right after this. Follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Vindog Radio. American Airlines rated the worst, losing the most bags, shrinking legroom during COVID. American requires passengers to show ID to fly, but attacks Texas's popular voter ID law. Why is CEO Doug Parker trying to appease the radical left to distract from billions in taxpayer bailouts, from his $10 million payday, from Americans' record layoffs? Doug Parker, American Airlines, serve your customers, not woke politicians. Coca-Cola is getting political, attacking Georgia's popular voting law. Why? To distract from years of dismal sales, terrible 2020 results, reports suspecting they benefited from forced labor in China. Coca-Cola products are poisoning America's youth and worsening the obesity epidemic. So the company tried funding phony science to minimize the harms, but they got busted. James Quincy, Coca-Cola, stop poisoning our children. Serve your customers, not woke politicians. Nike is constantly political. Why? Cover. Congressional reports suspect Nike used forced labor in China. Religious minorities were ripped from their families, sterilized, sold to factories. Nike made shoes in those same areas. Congress tried to ban Nike's labor practices. Nike fought back with highly paid lobbyists. Rather than hiring Americans, Nike chose China. John Donahoe, Nike. Stop exploiting foreign labor. Serve your customers, not woke politicians. 
he shoots straight from the hip, and if you don't like it, go and stuff yourselves. Back to the kennel with Mr. Keeping It Real himself, Vin Dog Radio. Welcome back to the Kennel with myself, Vin Dog Radio, a Money Bin production. Want to give a shout out to Richard Valle. Yes, he's one of our awesome listeners to the Kennel. And uh, my friend Tom, I know who you are, my friend, and you are always an excellent subscriber to the Kennel, and you send some great stories. I also want to say what's up to everybody who doesn't send comments, like my man George Silva. What's up, brother? Thank you so much for listening to the Kennel. And he says, Vin Dog, keep pushing out the truth because people need to hear the truth. Yes, they do. Before I get to all the you know business we came here to do and talk about Joseph Robinette Biden doing all kinds of nonsense, like uh, pulling the troops out of Afghanistan with no strategic way of doing it. But let's have a little laugh from I Love Lucy, a little classic about making bets. Okay, what do you want to bet? Uh, about $10. What's the matter with $20? Well, what's the matter with $30? What's the matter with $50? What was the matter with $10? <laughs> <laughs> That's when you got to cut out of the building when the bet goes wrong, I guess. What was the matter with $10? That sounds like something I would say, what was the matter with the $10 bet? Check this out, folks. So on July 8th, Joe Biden had a press conference, and they were asking him, about Afghanistan in comparison to the Viet Cong, Vietnam. You got to hear this guy on his comparison. But before I get to that, he decided that he was going to pull the troops out of Afghanistan. And the Taliban was really getting excited about this because they knew that 46 was no one to be scared of or frightened of. And he was not going to do it strategically. And there was a breakdown in the intelligence community on this one. And the intelligence community, I don't think they're going to take the blame for this. I think they're going to make Biden take the double-edged sword for this because things didn't go so well when the troops were being removed from Afghanistan. Now they're going to send a 1,000 more troops in to help the troops get out of Afghanistan. Uh, the American embassy has been abandoned. Uh, the uh, people have left. The diplomats have left, which is good. They need to get out of there. It is a dangerous place now. Now, these liberals say that they're all about protecting women's rights and children. Well, that seems to not be the case because women... And the young girls are being used as sex slaves by the Taliban. And they're dragging these women out of their houses. And they're dragging other people out, killing them. And their bodies are lying in the streets. I am not kidding you. There are some graphic pictures and videos out there of these things happening. And then there are people trying to grab onto a plane so they can get the heck out of there. Because they know it's going to be a crazy war zone. It's, it's just going to be out of control. The tyrannical situation in Afghanistan is about to be on steroids. They've already pushed themselves into the presidential palace. I'm talking about the Taliban. They've already, you know, ensued upon that place. And now these people are fearing for their lives because they say, wait a minute, the Americans are not going to be here to help protect us. Our Af Afghan troops are not fully 
trained properly because they don't know what to do. And plus, they're getting wiped out by the Taliban. You can't just give people weapons and then just, you know, duck out on them. And our taxpaying dollars were being spent on Afghanistan. Man, this is going to be out of control. And it was, he compared this, they were comparing this to Vietnam. They asked Joe Biden this question in a press conference on July 8th. I'm going to get to that in a second. Here's the deal. These women and these girls are going to be in serious trouble over there because they're not going to have the protection that they had when we were there. And the Afghanistan government is not going to have control. It's going to be insane. Our troops were help keeping the situation calm over there. But now it's going to be even worse for the women and the young girls in Afghanistan. It, you need to pray for them. It, it's going to be bad. Thanks a lot, Joseph. Thanks a lot. Now, if 45 would have done this and the same thing would have happened, they would have been crawling up him real fast. But it's okay. Even his own cronies at CNN, you know, the Biden cronies over at CNN, I call them the lefty cronies because that's what they are. They even said that this is a bad move. It is. It really is a bad move. And I normally don't give CNN credit, but they're right about this one. They are absolutely right about this one. Joe Biden has put people in Afghanistan and also our American troops in danger because there was no strategic situation created for this to happen right now. He just said, pull them out. And guess what? Jen Psaki is on vacation and Joe Biden was nowhere to be found this past weekend. Nowhere to be found in the land of the lost. That's where Joe is. Nobody is anywhere to be found. But let me play you this, pre this press briefing from July 8th, 2021. Joseph Robinette Biden. Here we go. Is a Taliban takeover of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. Because ah. you have the Afghan troops have 300,000 well-equipped, as well-equipped as any army in the world and an air force against something like 75,000 Taliban. It is not inevitable. Mr. President, thank you very much. Your own intelligence community has assessed that the Afghan government will likely collapse. That is not true. Is it, can you please clarify what they have told you about whether that will happen or not? That is not true. They, so did, not, they didn't, did not reach that conclusion. So what is the level of confidence that they have that it will not collapse? The Afghan government and leadership has to come together. They clearly have the capacity to sustain the government in place. And do you see any parallels between this withdrawal and what happened in Vietnam with some people feeling... None whatsoever. Zero. 
What you had is you had entire brigades breaking through the gates of our embassy. Six, if I'm not mistaken. The Taliban is not the South, the North Vietnamese army. They're not, they're not remotely comparable in terms of capability. There's going to be no circumstance where you see people being lifted off the roof of a embassy in the, of the United States from Afghanistan. It is not at all comparable. So the question now is, where do they go from here? That, the jury is still out. But the likelihood there's going to be the Taliban overrunning everything and owning the whole country is highly unlikely. Oh my goodness, somebody drill Joe. There you go, drill him a hole in his head. So he can get some screws up in there because this screwball just said that the Afghan government is not going to collapse. What's happening today? What's happening with the Taliban taking over the country? That cannot be good for the rest of the international community that the Taliban is cutting loose by the Jews. You know what happened the last time the Taliban cut loose? They were able to send, you know, a couple of plane hijackers over here uh, to disrupt things in America on 9-11, 2001. Okay? What's the deal here? Every time a Democrat gets in office, things break down. This is clinically insane what the uber left is pulling right now by pulling out the troops from Afghanistan. Non-strategic measures have been taken to pull these guys out. There's no strategic measures. Joe Biden was nowhere to be found. Jen Psaki is on vacation. See if Kelly McEnany would have taken that vacation. Yeah, Kaylee. All right. Boy, they would have been all over her for that. Whoa, uh, Donald Trump and uh, press secretary Kaylee McEnany would be nowhere to be found. Yeah, that, that would have been the story. Crazy that this is all happening. I'm telling you, my friends, Joe Biden is very incompetent. And that was a bad move. And, you know, other countries are taking it upon themselves to try and figure this out because they said, wow, man, usually America will lead the charge. Now everybody's like trying to jockey for position because they're like, what do we do now? America's not leading this right now. What do we do? They're saying. England and other countries are getting together and saying, oh, boy, we got to take care of this problem because looks like the Americans are out of it. Yes, we are out of it right now. Unfortunately, we are out of it. It's horrible that there are men, women, and children that are going to suffer for this. And I'm talking about the civilians. I'm not even talking about the troops that are getting wiped out over there. The Afghan troops are getting wiped out. The Afghan men, women, and children that are civilians are going to suffer for this. 
I've already seen graphic video of people lying, literally lying, dead in the streets. And there's also graphic video that the Taliban's taken, probably, of them pulling people out of their houses and shooting them. You tell me what's wrong with that. And they always try to preach about how humane they are, especially when it came to the global demic. Now they created another terrible situation and nobody's around to take the blame for it. We've got to hold these people accountable for their actions. That's what they're paid for. But they want to power grab and try to rule us as if they were kings and czars and pharaohs. This is out of control. Where is Joe? Where is Joe? Where is Hunter? This is falling apart at the seams, my friends. Is anybody paying attention to what's going on here? Are people really that naive? Does anybody out there have any Biden remorse? Does anybody even have a reality right now? My answer, absolutely not. This is some heartbreaking stuff. America is supposed to be a beacon of hope for the rest of the world. Our Constitution, our Bill of Rights, were written on the premise of God, and don't let anybody else tell you any different. This country was built on Judeo-Christian values, and we're not living up to the bill right now because no one's standing up for it. 330 million Americans. And a few puppets are running around here like chickens with their heads cut off, causing all this disruption. <sighs> Crazy. What saith all of you out there? Aren't you upset today? Aren't you disappointed today? And the folks who voted for these people are probably still in, in denial. I mean, some of them have come out and said, you know what, I do have Biden's remorse. I got to tell you, if the shoe were on my foot, I would have said this. I had remorse. But the shoe's not on my foot today. It's insane what's, what's cracking off in the world right now. 
I will say this much. People that are hearing, if you have the ears to hear and the eyes to see what is going on in the world, it's time to submit to God and get right. Because to be honest with you, it's not going to get any better. Just the way things are rolling right now, it's going to get a little bit worse, a little bit more worse, and a little worse, and a lot worse. He says, oh man, you're going on that God kick again. You better believe it because it's needed. Mankind will never be able to save the world. Mankind will never have the right answers to save societies. Mankind cannot do it alone. It's being proven right now. And God is giving people time to repent and say, you know what, God? I can't do this without you. I feel that way. I can't do anything without God. Are you kidding me? But God said he was going to give, you know, the world over to themselves because they're going to have a debased mind thinking that they know how to solve everything and they can do it on their own. Look what's happening. Things are falling apart around everyone. And you know, it's funny. No one's paying attention. They're just going about their daily business. And for the folks out there that have children that are growing up, you've got to pull your children to the side and start to teach them the right things. What's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. None of this what's good is evil and what is evil is good. That's not going to get your children far at all. It'll get them halfway down the block in life. And then when they hit the brick wall, what else is there? Answer that question. It cuts like a knife. And it doesn't feel so right. I mean, the world is being cut to pieces. Like if they were like 5,000 pound cut cove knives carving their way through the planet. It's sad to see people standing on the sidelines just watching things unfold and watch societies and things fall apart and, you know, sad, just sad. I really do feel for those folks in Afghanistan People are losing their lives over there as I'm speaking. It's horrible. Just freaking horrible. And General Lilly, you need to resign. 
Mr. Critical Race Theory guy. Concentrating more on that social justice nonsense instead of concentrating on strategic situations on how to get the troops out of there safely and how to make a safe transition in Afghanistan. But no, he wants to, you know, do up on this uh, studying of critical race theory and all the other chicanery that falls behind with it. And they want to weed out the so-called bad people in the military. It's ridiculous how your own government can just turn on you just like that. And nobody's saying anything. Well, nothing to see here, folks. Just us doing our jobs. Getting hooked up by the lobbyists in the hallways. Who cares about the wars? Who cares about the people? We don't care about the people. We're the government. They're going to do what we tell them anyway. You know, that social distancing equaling the social conditioning. We're conditioning everyone, the government says. When we say lockdown, we're going to say lockdown. We love telling people what to do because we are the government, the boss, with the most. If we keep continuing to let these people power grab, they're going to keep doing it until someone says, we're going to put the trap out there and we're going to snap your fingers if you keep on trying to power grab. That's what has to happen. We have to literally make their necks footstools and say, hey, that's it. No more. Do what we put you in there to do. To protect and defend the Constitution at home and abroad. If you can't do that, you're fired. The bottom line. It's crazy. We need to get it together, everybody. It's no time to joke around and start diddle-daddling and saying, oh, well, they're just doing that. That's not cool. Not cool at all. You've been listening to the ultimate episode. I say that about every episode. <laughs> of the Kittle with myself, Vin Dog Radio, a Money Bin production. Please follow Money Bin on Rumble. That's right, rumble.com at Money Bin Productions with a Z. That's right. Thank you so much for always listening to the kennel. And please like and follow the podcast. And please give us a good rating of five stars and follow and share with friends and neighbors. We're available on podbean.com. Download the Podbean app. Over 5 million downloads of the Podbean app to date. And also, you can find us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and yes, TuneIn Radio, and wherever you should download podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. God bless you. God bless America. Pray for Afghanistan. Pray for the rest of the world. We need God, folks. We really do need the love of Jesus, and I love you all very, very much. And please follow me 
on Getter at G-E-T-T-R, Getter.com, at Vindog USA, V-I-N-N-D-O-G-G, USA, on Getter, and Vindog Radio USA on Twitter, Instagram, and Parler. Thank you so much, and we're going to leave you with a wonderful piece from a legendary broadcaster by the name of Paul Harvey. This guy was on the radio before my time. Before your time, probably. Listen to what he says. This is entitled, If I Were the Devil. Listen to Paul Harvey. And goodbye, everybody. Take care of one another. Love each other because we need to. It's a small world. And we'll see you real soon. Sucka ducka. Yep, here's Paul Harvey. If I were the devil. If I were the devil. If I were the prince of darkness, I'd want to engulf the whole world in darkness, and I'd have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population, but I wouldn't be happy until I had seized the ripest apple on the tree, the. So I'd set about, however necessary, to take over the United States. I'd subvert the churches first. I'd begin with a campaign of whispers. With the wisdom of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve, do as you please. To the young, I would whisper that the Bible is a myth. I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that what's bad is good and what's good is square. And the old, I would teach to pray after me, our Father, which art in Washington. And then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in how to make lurid literature exciting so that anything else would appear dull and uninteresting. I'd threaten TV with dirtier movies and vice versa. I'd peddle narcotics to whom I could. I'd sell alcohol to ladies and gentlemen of distinction. I'd tranquilize the rest with pills. If I were the devil, I'd soon have families at war with themselves, churches at war with themselves, and nations at war with themselves until each in its turn was consumed. And with promises of higher ratings, I'd have mesmerizing media fanning the flames. If I were the devil, I would encourage schools to refine young intellects, but neglect to discipline emotions, just let those run wild. Until before you knew it, you'd have to have drug-sniffing dogs and metal detectors at every schoolhouse door. Within a decade, I'd have prisons overflowing, I'd have judges promoting pornography, Soon I could evict God from the courthouse, then from the schoolhouse, and then from the houses of Congress. And in his own churches I would substitute psychology for religion and deify science. I would lure priests and pastors into misusing boys and girls and church money. If I were the devil, I'd make the symbol of Easter an egg and the symbol of Christmas a bottle. If I were the devil, I'd take from those who have and give to those who wanted until I had killed the incentive of the ambitious. And what'll you bet? I couldn't get whole states to promote gambling as the way to get rich. I would caution against extremes in hard work, in patriotism, in moral conduct. I would convince the young that marriage is old-fashioned, that swinging is more fun, that what you see on TV is the way to be. And thus I could undress you in public and I could lure you into bed with diseases for which there is no cure. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing. 
That was the legendary radio broadcaster, Paul Harvey, recorded in 1964. He was ahead of his time. God bless you, everybody. Send me out with a blast. See you real soon, sucker.